And now, Opal Brand Soap presents another exciting episode of The Midnight Sleuth. Tonight's episode, the bottle, 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 bottle episode. Our story begins in an unknown place, surrounded in total darkness. Ow, what a headache. What happened? Where, where am I? How did I... Hello? Is anyone there? Is anyone... Ow! That hurt. What's... what's this? It, it feels like... glass? It's... it's all the way around me. I'm... Trapped? Hello? Hello, is there anyone who can hear me? Please, I'm, I'm trapped in here. Hello? Can anyone hear me? Oh, my head. Who's that? Hello? L- Linda? Is that you? Daybreak? What are you doing here? Uh, I suppose I could ask you the same thing. What do you mean? Does it look like I know what's going on? Uh, I wish I could answer that question for you, but I, I can't see you. Uh, where are... Ow, that smarts. Wait a minute. What's what's going on here? I'm trapped. Oh, gee, did I forget to tell you that we're trapped inside some kind of small glass case? Yeah, you did. I mean, yes, you might have forgotten to mention that. Darn. I'll try to remember it next time. Please do. In the meantime, uh, we need to figure out what's going on. Do you remember anything unusual? Perhaps something that could tell us how we got here? Or maybe even where here is? No, nothing. The last thing I remember was going back to my apartment after work. Is this the same apartment you lived in when we dated? I don't see what that has to do with anything. Well, it's just that that area of town is pretty notorious for people of lesser moral values. Lesser moral values? Right, like you should talk. And what is that supposed to mean? This coming from the guy who actually took candy from a baby because he was worried the candy was dangerous. Candy is Artiste's number one enemy. No youngsters should be chewing on candy of any sorts unless they want to wake up one day with cavities and an outrageously high dental bill. Well, since it's none of your business either way, no, it's not the same apartment. I've made something of my life since we broke up and got a new place a few years back. Midnight helped me pick it out. Midnight did? Yes, he did. I highly doubt that. Midnight couldn't choose between a red or a blue coffee cup. He doesn't drink coffee. Which made it all the more infuriating. The blue cup looks sad, but cooling for the coffee. The red one, I fear, will make the coffee angry, but maintain its core temperature. That went on for three and a half days. Anyway, as I was saying, the last thing I remember was heading up to my apartment... But now that I think about it, I don't remember much after walking inside the door. Whomever is behind this must have been waiting for me in my apartment when I got home. But why would they kidnap us and trap us in what I can deduce is separate giant glass bottles? And why us? What did we do? Ow, my head. Oh no, I can't see. I'm blind. Linda, call my dentist. I can't see the... He tried running in the dark and knocked himself unconscious on the glass. Yeah, that's what I thought. Honestly, Linda, what do you see in him? He's probably the worst detective in this city, if not the state. Hey, don't you talk about midnight like that. You're not any better, you know. I beg to differ. 
How many times has the mayor of San Francisco awarded midnight a key to the city and held a parade for saving the entire police force? Oh, please. The only reason you got the key to the city was because I helped you figure out that Terrence the Flipper's plan to kill the entire police force and frame the mayor for the death of the police chief was nothing more than a giant con that the police chief himself was in on the whole time. And besides, the police officers were never in any danger. Terrence's trap to drop them into the water was upside down anyway. If you had flipped the switch, the lid would have opened and they would have been able to crawl out to safety. Either way, I'm the one who's been awarded for my cunning skills and ability to solve massive crimes. While you and Midnight were stuck figuring out who took Mrs. Featherbottom's stolen silverware. Hey, it's Mrs. Hildenberry, and I'll have you know the silverware was a secondary case after we stopped her family lawyer. Oh, and was it the family lawyer who was secretly planning to get Mrs. Hildenberry out of the way so he could use her house as the base of operations for a massive diamond heist that would have stolen a very rare and expensive jewel that was being transported into the bank and trust? No, he was trying trying to blackmail his brother-in-law for some cash. Exactly. See, Linda, you and Midnight over there aren't big-time players. You don't solve the cases that people care about. Sure, everyone reads your articles in the paper when you write them. They look forward to hearing about your adventures with Midnight, knowing very well they're nothing more than that. Adventures. Midnight's nothing more than a joke. And you know it. I don't want to go to the party, Mommy. The other kids think I'm gangly. Midnight, you're awake. Ah, I mean, where am I? Midnight, before you stand up, stop moving. Linda, what's wrong? Did I forget to wear my pants again? No... Nothing. Well, actually, I can't for sure give an answer to that question. Wait a minute, Linda. Why can't I see you? And why is my voice all echoey-ee-ee-ee? Midnight, we're trapped. Someone's kidnapped the three of us without our knowing and stuck us inside these glass bottle things. Ah, the three of us. Is that the good detective back from his strange and unexplained disappearance? No, Midnight. It's ah. me. Hello, Daybreak. Dumb shoe. Do you have to do that every time you say my name? No, not every time. Just once in a while for a dramatic effect. You are such an idiot. Linda, might I have a word with you over here, please? Midnight, I can't move. We're trapped inside these glass bottles. Ah, right then. Daybreak, may I please ask you to cover your ears, um, hum, and not listen to what I'm about to say to you? No. Mm. Thank you. Linda, why are we trapped inside these giant bottles with the daybreak dumb shoe over there? I don't know. We woke up here with no memory of what happened. Mm. Just for the record, I think he's got something to do with this. Don't trust him for a second, Linda. It's probably all part of his master plan to trick us into trusting him and then blammo, locked in a trunk, driven out to the desert and sold to an antique store where we're left alone in the back, never to be bought for a decade. Um, what? Shh, that's enough. We don't want him to get suspicious. All right, Daybreak. You can stop humming now. I was never humming, Midnight. And why do you think I'm behind all of it? Linda, he's on to us! I have no idea what you're talking about. More prime examples as to why I'm the better choice, Linda. Better choice for what? If there's choosing that needs to be done, I expect to go first, so that way I get the best of whatever it is that's there. It's only fair. Welcome, everyone, to my special self-contained bottles of doom. I'm glad you could join us. Who would like to choose how they'll die first? On second thought, Linda can go first. What? Hey! What is it you want from us? As you can see, you're trapped inside your own unique bottles. Actually, no, we can't, weird ominous voice guy. Oh, really? Did, 
Did I forget to turn the lights on again? Try hang up. There. Sorry about that. Oh dear. Linda, it's just as I suspected. What is it? I'm not wearing any pants. What were you doing that you didn't have any pants on when you were kidnapped? I don't think I want to know. If you must know, I was in the process of making myself a late afternoon midnight snack when Rocky jumped onto the table and knocked a jar of mustard all over my lap. In the process of changing said pants, I suddenly found myself here. Who's Rocky? A pet rock that he thinks is alive. Uh, I'm sorry. What? Linda, you know as well as I that Rocky isn't house-trained yet. Give him time. Before you know it, I'll be taking him on walks down to visit his friends at the quarry. And you chose this over me? Yes. Yes, I did, Daybreak. Even with all this crazy thinking and obviously not stable mental health. I'm sorry. Were we choosing teams for something? Can I be on Detective Davis's team? No, Midnight. We're not choosing anything. Ah. Well, then. Um, excuse me? Remember me? Ominous voice kidnapping you and threatening your lives? Yeah, hang on a second. Daybreak, why are you so obsessed over my relationship with Midnight? You know that it's the least important aspect of our professional relationship, right? Well, yeah, but... It has nothing to do with how we work. Well, yes, and... We get along just fine without any mention of relationship. People still like us, even without all that. It's true. I regularly get little notes from people left in my car telling me just how much they love us converted into dollars. No, Midnight. Those were parking tickets. Tickets of affection. Look, Daybreak, I understand you never liked it when I broke up with you and started working for Midnight. With, Linda. What? You're just as much of this agency as I. It's just, my name happens to be the agency. Aw, that's so sweet, Midnight. Thank you. Of course, Linda. Besides, who else would clean the office? Um, I don't do that. Really? Man, I really need to figure out who is doing all of my housekeeping. You're right, Linda. I, I didn't like you working for him because... He was my partner. Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna let you guys work this out, and I'll be back later when you're done, okay? Right. I think was is the keyword, Daybreak. If I recall correctly, you left the agency the morning that Linda asked to work for me. No, I'm pretty sure I left after she asked to work with you. No, it was after you quit. Remember the two of you solved the case about the missing driver who vanished after his car broke down? Ah, uh, yes. Turns out he didn't as much fairness as accidentally get his feet stuck in a block of cement and sank to the bottom of the ocean. Oh, that's right. We thought it was Frankie Calzone behind the whole thing, but we couldn't pin him to it. True, but the missing driver was not the person Frankie intended on killing and conveniently happened to be the head of a different competing organization. Something I managed to figure out after some extra questioning. Right, but I was the one that got Frankie's henchman to accidentally slip up and tell me that it was in fact Frankie behind the whole thing. Yes, but only after I found the shoe print at the crime scene that led us to the store that had previously sold those shoes to the henchman who sought out. Yes, but if it wasn't for my connection with the police commissioner, we wouldn't have been assigned to the case in the first place. Oh, yes? Uh, yeah. Fair enough. You win. You both are ridiculous. Ah, Linda, you're still here. I figured you'd be solved a way out of this mess by now and get me back home with a pair of toasty warm pens. I might have if we weren't wasting all this time arguing about our past. It's funny, Linda. When a few people are confined to a small space that should be something they can easily get out of, their conversations always seem to swear easily to the backstory. Almost as if they were forced into doing so. I apologize, Linda. I realize it's partially my fault for... Oh, can it, Ronald? What? What? You didn't. Oops, sorry. Wait a minute, Daybreak. Is your real first name Ronald? Uh, uh, you said you would never tell anyone. It's an accident. Your name is actually Ronald? 
<laughs> that is quite hilarious. I'd like you should talk, Harold. What? Your name is Harold? No. Yeah, not so good when everyone knows your embarrassing real name, now is it? It's perfectly fine because that's not my name. What do you mean? Yeah, that is your name. I checked through my sources who tracked your family all the way back to England. I'm pretty sure I would know if my name was Harold. Oh, then what is it? I don't know. How do you not know what your name is? Linda, I barely remember anything from my childhood except the aforementioned convenient pieces of backstory. That can't be true. My sources are always accurate. Well, not this time. Dun dun dun. Ronald Dumbshoe. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, please don't call me that. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Um, fellas, I hate to bring up the name calling, but what's that? Some sort of smoke is filling up your tube, Linda. Oh, no, quick. Find a way out of here. Don't panic, Linda. Just take deep breaths and everything will be okay. Are you crazy? If she takes deep breaths, she'll inhale it faster. Ah, yes. Linda, now would be a great time to take up an aversion to breathing air. Oh, perhaps you could go gills. <coughs> Midnight! Help me! You idiot! How would gills help her? It's not water filling her tank. It's gas. <laughs> Yes, but gills are designed to breathe things other than air. Therefore, she'd be able to breathe correctly. No. Linda! Tonight's thrilling adventure of The Midnight Sleuth will return after this short message from Ulit Windproof Lighters. Hey, Flank, what's wrong? <laughs> it's this lighter of mine. I can't seem to get it to work. Every time we're on the boat, the wind keeps blowing out the flame. Sounds like you need a new lighter, Flank. Nah, I don't need a new lighter. I've had this one for years. It used to be so reliable. I just can't seem to get it to light, especially with the water splashing up over the sides. My light just keeps going out. Well, as I said, I like to think you need a new lighter. Here, try mine. What's this? It's the new Ulit Windproof Lighter from Opal Manufacturers. It's windproof. It's waterproof. You could light your cigarette in the midst of a giant hurricane and would be just fine. Yeah, let me try. Hey, look at that. You're right. Man, this is great. I could really use one of these U-Light windproof lighters. Where can I get one? You can get it anywhere regular cigarette lighters are sold. Just ask the clerk for a U-Lit lighter and you're good to go. That's pretty good. I like this lighter. Yeah. Can you give it back to me, Frank? That one's mine. <laughs> okay, okay, here you go. Now help me dump this body over the side of the boat. Ulit Windproof Lighters. New from Opal Manufacturers. If you want yours lit, you want Ulit. And now, the thrilling conclusion of The Midnight Sleuth. Midnight, we have to find a way out of these tubes. Linda's is filling up with gas and she just passed out. Quick, look for something to break the glass with. Right. Let's see. Nope. Nope. No, there... No, nothing. There appears to be nothing inside this tube with me that I can find. Perhaps there's another way. What other way? Have we tried simply lifting the tubes up and over our heads? That's ridiculous. But, no, we haven't. Uh, let me try it. Uh, uh, come on. Uh, 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 it's no use. The tubes are stuck inside some pneumatic seal. There's no other way to get out of here. What are we going to do? I can help you. Ah, why if it isn't the informant. The, the who? 
Uh, wait, how did she get in here? Linda appears to be trapped in her tube, breathing in deadly smoke of some kind. Do you know of any way to stop it before it's too late? All I can say is that a better machine make not a better tool. Give it a note and it will listen. I've said too much. Wait! Where'd she go? Uh, well, I, I suppose it has come to this. There's only one way to break us out of here. What's that? Producing a note so high-pitched that it shatters the glass around us, ultimately granting our freedom. Oh, come on! That's ridiculous, Midnight. How are we going to create a pitch that high? We can't do something like that. Have you tried? Need I remind you about the glass tube lifting instance just a few seconds ago? But it didn't work. Either way, a good detective always follows all of his leads, no matter how crazy they may seem. Really? You're schooling me on how to be a good detective right now. Linda, I'm sorry we couldn't save you. Turns out Daybreak here didn't care enough to try all of our options. Uh, fine, okay. I'll see what I can do. <gasps> God, nothing. See, I told you it wouldn't work. Yep. But the smoke inside Linda's tube appears to have stopped. You're... you're right. But how? how? Gremlins. The high-pitched tone... The machinery connected to these tubes looks modern. I bet they're using some kind of high-end electronic device to control them. I must have emitted just the right frequency that it jammed the device and reset everything. You knew that. And that's why you wanted me to do it. Hmm? Oh, no. Not at all. I just wanted to see your face turn all purple like it did. It was truly worth it. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I see my knockout gas is working perfectly. What have you done to her? Who are you? All in good time, Daybreak. Why did you kill Linda? What did she do to you? Oh, I didn't kill her. Not yet. The gas was merely a mild sedative. She will awaken. Someday. <laughs> Excuse me. I need a drink of water. Excuse me, creepy voice man. But may I ask you a question? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess. What, what? Thank you. I was curious as to why you had kidnapped Linda, myself, and Ronald over there in the first place. Stop it. That's not my name. Oh, you haven't figured that out yet? No. Isn't it obvious? Perhaps you should think it through a little more. Who could I be? Am I a criminal whose plan you foiled previously midnight? Rocky? A loyal fan that... Wanted to become partners with you, Ronald, after the two of you split up, but was promptly turned away. Seriously? You two? Or maybe someone who wanted to get close to Miss Talbot, but never had the means to. I could be anyone. Now it's your turn to figure out who... My bet is you're none of those three. Uh, excuse me? Midnight, what are you doing? I don't think he's any of those. They're all too... cliché. Besides, why would he lock all three of us in tubes if any of those were the truth? Wouldn't he have captured the one he was really after? Well, well, maybe I am one of those three, and no. I kidnapped all of you to make sure the others didn't come investigating. Yes, but how would you know where to look? I'm sure at this point we've been gone long enough that someone has to have had become suspicious and started looking, but with no clues, wouldn't know where to begin. Well, I'm sure there was always some kind of clue left behind midnight. There always is. No, no, no. I didn't leave any clues How can you be so sure, Ronald? I've been on many cases where the criminal left nothing behind. Would you please stop calling me that? What? It's just your name? 
Why does it upset you so much? Because it reminds me of clowns, and I don't like clowns. <gasps> I, uh, you don't like clowns? Really? Clowns scare you? Yes. Yes, they do. Very happy. What's so scary about clowns? Yeah, they're so happy. Except the sad ones. Oh, yeah, well, but they have painted smiles. Mm. Yes. And two dozen can easily fit into a single luggage trunk. It doesn't matter. Their faces frighten me. Mm. Wait. Is that why you were absent during our case of the Three Ring Circus? No, I was... sick. He's lying. I don't make it a habit to agree with omniscient kidnapping voices. But in this case, I make an exception. So, we want to talk about fears, huh? Should I list off the eight major ones you have? Ha! I have no fears. You will simply be wasting your time... Go! Ah! Where? Get them away from me! Get them away! Mommy! Rocky! No fears, huh? I don't know what you're talking about. Ghosts are from Halloween, haunted houses, and stories told by sitting around the campfire making burnt marshmallows. I am not scared... Caterpillars! Do not speak of those damned creatures again! Their soft, cute, fuzzy exterior is a ploy to get you close, and then they wrap their powerfully strong cocoon and suck your blood. I cannot believe I am hearing this right now. You stay out of this. You're really something, Midnight. You know that? Yes, I do know that. But honestly, at least my something is something that someone would find interesting. Your something is something that someone would... sometimes find interesting. You're not talking about Linda, are you? That isn't any of your business. But Linda and I are a good team. She understands me, she knows my process, works wonders on my dry cleaning, and is a good friend. She is the can to my kin. You mean yin to your yang? Please. This is not the time to be making up dirty, nonsensical words. You know the only reason she is your partner is because she came to me wanting to write a piece about the agency, right? No. We had just come back from solving the case about the rich gentleman's death at what supposedly was a giant hellhound when Linda called us asking for an interview. I do not recall. Of course not. You had gone back to your place to listen to that stupid radio show you like so much. Excuse me. Leave Angelica Monster Hunter out of this. I have you know that just got picked up for another year. Anyway, she and I had dinner that night. and She interviewed me about the agency, and it was because of her that we came up with our current monikers. I don't wear a moniker, Ronald. Moniker, Midnight, not monocle. Our names... She came up with our names. Don't you remember when we changed it to Daybreak and Midnight Detective Agency? That was because of what she said that night. No. As I recall, it was I who called myself Midnight. She wanted something ridiculous like Detective Detective. No. That was you. So you say. My head. What happened? Ah, Linda. I'm glad you're awake. Can you tell this sorry excuse for a crime fighter that it was I who came up with my name? He claims I was calling myself Detective Detective before you showed up. Yeah, you were. No. I said Midnight and Daybreak was a more marketable name than Detective Detective and Mr. E. Mr. E. That's right. I completely forgot that was the name you were going by when we first started. Tell me, what did the E stand for anyway? Midnight. It's a play on words. Mr. E... Mystery? I do not follow. Boy, I kind of wish I was still knocked out. Right. Anyway. Linda, I'm glad you're awake now. The last few minutes have been nothing but a headache having to deal with this man all on my own. Yeah, well, welcome to my life. I resent that. But I'm willing to forgive you since you were just taking a nap. 
What happened? Did you guys find a way out of here yet? No, not yet. Uh, we tried a few things, but nothing worked. I wouldn't say nothing worked. I did manage to turn the machinery off. First off, that was coincidence that the machine turned off after I made that squealing. You were squealing? What were you doing when I was passed out? Hang on a second, Linda. I would appreciate it if you did not yell at Linda, Ronald. Yeah, Ronald. Well, everyone, stop calling me that. It's all right, all right. That's Bad your name. for you three fighting. I'm sorry I even bothered kidnapping you in the first place. The way you three go on and on and on and the fighting and the every little thing drives a person crazy. I have no clue how the three of you ever solved a single case together. Pardon. Who are you exactly? I'm Gary. Who? Gary. I was... Hang on. I was the one who kidnapped you. I had planned on bringing you three here and torturing you for information, but your constant bickering has driven me crazy. Well, you can just ask us for information now. If you want. No, forget it. Forget it. I don't, I don't want it anymore. Just, just leave and get out of here. Uh, pardon me, but where exactly are we? You're in the old bottling factory on Jefferson Street. Head outside and you should find your way wherever you want to go. Really? You're just letting us go? Yes, now get out of here before I change my mind. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you? Uh, we should really arrest you for this, you know. Come now, Daybreak. The man didn't do us any harm. He gasped, Linda, which could have killed her. Details, details. Can you ever enjoy something for what it's worth? Fine. But I'll be keeping an eye on you. If someone comes out missing, I'll be sure to come. All right, Daybreak. That's quite enough. Let's go. Thank you, not-so-creepy voice man. That was the worst possible idea I ever oh, had. I should... one last thing. When you kidnapped me, you didn't by chance grab the pair of pants I was attempting to clean, did you? No! Ew. Ah, right. Then this is going to be an embarrassing walk home. Linda? We need to stop at the costume shop on the way back to the office. I need a clown outfit. And that was another exciting episode of The Midnight Sleuth, brought to you by Opal Manufacturers, U-Lit Windproof Lighters. U-Lit Windproof Lighters. If you want yours lit, you want U-Lit. Tonight's episode, the bottle, 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 bottle episode, was written by Jeff Bell and Dan Casey. The show was edited by Jeff Bell. Tonight's players, Dan Casey as the Midnight Sleuth, Kimberly Casey as Linda Talbot, Zach Ziegler as the Daybreak Gumshoe, Karen Severson as the Informant, and Jeff Bell as the Ominous Voice and Gary. Join us next time for another exciting episode of The Midnight Sleuth. For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.